Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of X of Words. Uh, I'm Ash, and today I've got with me Nadia. Hey. So you can follow Nadia. Hey, <laughs> you can follow Nadia at Nadia and Chill. That's N A D I A N D C H I double L. Um, hi, hi. Introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm Nadia. I'm a graphic designer. I like comics, and I'm here. <laughs> Not nervous at all. Not nervous at all. This is great. Oh no, that's all we need. Yeah. That's all we need. You just need to love comics. You need to be here. Okay. That's it. Okay. All right. So today's question is from X Men Seven. What represents the soul in Krakoa? Now this is a little bit, little bit more specific than our other episodes have been. Uh, so just as a quick precursor. Uh, X-Men 7 is the episode with the crew episode, you know, it's the issue with the crucible with Melody Guthrie getting her powers back um, with Nightcrawler running around the island trying to get a handle on what this means spiritually to all the mutants. So we'll be talking about what the soul of Krakoa is in the context of that issue. And now that you know me, now that you met Nadia and now you know the question, our X starts now. Okay, go for it. Shoot. All right. So my answer to this question is kind of complex or maybe it's not at all. For me, like what the issue as far as the crucible was trying to represent is that the soul on Krakoa is something that you have to earn. And a gift that is earned. And that to me, that's kind of funny because it's an oxymoron because a gift is something you give freely. So the fact that you have to earn it kind of cancels it out. But I think when you look at the, the history of like mutants throughout the comics, they've never been given anything freely. Everything, any kind of peace, any, well, short-lived peace, anything they've had, they've had to earn it, and they've had to earn it through trauma and through blood. So I think the Crucible kind of mirrors the mutant experience in the world, because, yeah, what a general, is this like the 10th, the 9th generation? Which one mm -hmm. are we on? of Moira's little lifetimes, like the ninth or the tenth? I think it's ninth. I think it's yeah. ninth. And the, at the beginning when they went, uh, when we talked about when we were beginning this like Dawn of X or Power of X, it was just like, we always lose. So I think also mm -hmm. the ritual has a lot to do with it because, well, Apocalypse has his own reasons because he's trying to get to that survival of the fittest because this is pre-X of Swords. But yeah, I think it's just something like, you have to earn this. It's not something that's going to come easy. It's not something that the world is going to give to you. And it's not something we're just going to give to you. Because the whole idea of the Crucible was that we just can't have a million depowered mutants just commit suicide and think that the five are going to bring them back. We don't have the time for that. So if you want yeah. to come back, if you want to jump the line, you have to prove that it's worth to you. And you have to prove that you're strong enough. Because we need strong people. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to so, let you chime um, in. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. It was this contradiction of your mutanity being a genetic gift, something that you never had to work for. Yeah. But because of the prejudice inherent in that thing, it's something that you had to spend blood. You paid for it in blood. You paid yeah. for it in suffering. Being a mutant came with a cost yeah. every day of your life. And so to get it back, if you want that back, 
you should incur a cost. And it was, I think it, it kind of started to play into this idea of mutant, mutant identity being deeper than powers, deeper than just your genes. It's something that connects you. It's a, it's an, it's a culture. It's a culture of mm-hmm. fighting adversity. It's a culture of overcoming. It's a culture of resilience. It was all of those inherent little gritty parts of you that went beyond whether you could shoot lights out of your nose or something. <laughs> Not a bad power. <laughs> and I think it's kind of like they're all kind of struggling with it because like we were saying like, at the beginning, Wolverine and Cy- Cyclops are talking and Wolverine is like, I'm not going. But in the last panel, you see him there and they're all looking up at Era because she's kind of, she's gone through the crucible. She's proven that, yeah, she wants this. She deserves it. Uh, and then she's kind of like, dis- like she's flying above everyone and everyone's kind of looking at her in admiration. And even though they have doubts of how they got here or if this is right or if this is too much, you see the last panel and she's just flying in the air and Krakoa's looking all mystical, kind of like, <laughs> um, well, Krakoa's always glowing. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, we can't deny that there's something beautiful here. There's something, there's something just transcendent about this. There's something, and this is like, this is an experience that the world outside of Krakoa will never know. Humans will never get to feel this feeling. Yes. And everybody's struggling with it. But is kind of like, yeah, we can't deny there's something just special about us. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. there's like an interesting, there's like a cool thing in there. To your point, it's about the birth of a new myth. Yeah. And the religions that people carry that are based on ancient myths and ancient legends, but then being there for the birth of a new one. And yeah. how you how you reconcile these stories that you hold dear as you watch another set of stories spin to life right in front of your face. Because everybody's living in that moment. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel like if it happened outside of Krakoa, everybody would grab their phone and try to like Instagram live it. But in Krakoa, Uh. (laughs) everybody's like, no, we have to, this is an experience. This is a moment. Like we have to live in this moment. And then yeah. this is like a, me being a little geeky. In the beginning of the um, in the beginning of the comic, you have Kurt and he's looking at this building and it has it's like has two giant forks um at the top yes. of it. And then he goes into the building. He's like, it's perfect. It's everything. I, if this if this Kokoro wanted to build something perfect just for me, this is it. And then I noticed like Arrow when she's in the Crucible, her sword has two forks in it. And I was like trying to figure out like what are they trying to say? But I was looking at the meaning of forked and it's kind of like kind of like a fork in a road, a fork in a river, kind of just like two different paths. So it's like, and the whole time she's fighting, Apocalypse is telling you, you can give up, we can heal you. Charles will give you a black card. You can live a good life. You don't have to do Not this. Not a black card. <laughs> you don't have to do this. You'll be fine. You're Wait welcome to Krakoa. And it's kind of like she has, it's kind of like, are you going to give up or are you going to persevere? And like I said, I probably wouldn't let Apocalypse stab me. For no re- I can't think of a reason I would but then again I don't know what it feels like to fly so there isn't a part of me that's missing but there's a part of them that's missing exactly and then I think but then that's the crucible that's the soul right there but then there are all these little when we look outside of the crucible there's all these little inconsistencies because in my opinion more than being a mutant the one thing that joins everybody together is trauma every freaking mutant has trauma 
But then they're going through this thing right now where they're kind of like devaluing people's trauma or they're not honoring it. Like you have, I don't know if you're familiar with Domino. When, you know, she gets taken in by the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they strip her down. Like she was like, and then she dies and she's like, don't take away my memories. I want to remember it. I want this pain. And then she comes back and she's like, hey, what's up, guys? Pass me a margarita. And Wolverine's like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I don't know what happened in the last couple of weeks. And it's kind of like they made the choice for her how she should come back, what her, I mean, if you're going to call it memories, so when you come back, that's your soul coming back to life. Like, they kind of, like, decided for her what her soul should look like. Am I making sense? Yeah. They kind of, like, No, you are. They stripped a little bit of her free will away. They stripped a little bit of herself away because she was on that mission for them. She was trying to get shit done for them. She earned, it wasn't a crucible, but she earned the right to be brought back how she wanted to be. But then they kind of yeah. like, okay, we don't really need this because there's definitely a utilitarian thing um, about when you come back, when the five brings you back, because we need the most useful version of you because yes. we have shit to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, there, I, th- I think there's a massive part of individual liberties being given up for the benefits yeah. of the nation state. Like Colossus has been a bit of a victim of that. Yeah, Somebody who was met with a unfortunate personal circumstance because they needed to think of the good of Krakoa. There have been people who've been left places <laughs> where maybe they shouldn't have been <laughs> because Pryor. Krakoa needed to... Di- which, listen, I wouldn't have stamped her card either. If she came to the boarding, I would have slid her boarding pass <laughs> right back across the desk. But I like... I don't know who said it. One of the episodes you did further, they were like, they brought Jean back and she's in a Marvel Girl costume so you don't know which version of Jean they brought her back. So they could have brought back yes. a version of Madeline Pryor before Scott was a deadbeat dad and left her with a baby. <laughs> I, but they I think you've, you've brought into, yeah, you've started this really interesting identity conversation where yeah. it's, so say if you went to, say if tech advances and you get the chance to eliminate your most traumatic memories, would you do it knowing how much they informed the person that you are? Would yeah. you lose your, ba- your greatest pain and okay. risk losing yourself Shit. Okay, cool. We've got 60 seconds, but ultimately, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I th- yeah, so, okay, sum it, sum it up. Like, as far as this, the issue goes, I think it's just, it becomes this thing you have to earn, and you have to earn it through pain. Because, like I said, I feel like everything that bonds them together, one thing, is trauma. And it's kind of... Oh, sorry, I'm banging the table. I think... I don't think they truly answered the question 100%, but you can't deny that there's something like perfectly inherent about being a mutant and it's something that they lost and even that loss is a part of the trauma why they're willing to do so much to protect it yes exactly because storm was like listen excuse me my powers do not define me but yep you know it's the personal journey domino was like i want my trauma arrow is like stab me in the heart so everybody has like a different weight to it yeah i think that's wow yeah wow i I mean i hadn't even really thought about the domino thing so i I, honestly i'm gonna go back and reread that because i think that's a really really good parallel to to draw i'm waiting for her to get pissed at somebody over it but we're gonna see it it don't take much for domino to shoot somebody (laughs) in the face i'm sure it's gonna be back (laughs) anyhow thank you thank you nadia thank you it's been a pleasure to speak with you i've been ashley i've been nadia Oh, and this has been X of Words. <laughs> <laughs> I almost
someone that choked someone I fit aside. 